my God, Becky, look at her butt. Hi, and welcome to the Stop Facing Skinny radio program, where tonight we have chiropractor Jody, Dr. Jody Kennedy. She's here with us to talk about how she practices chiropractic. Um, Jody and I have gone, we've known each other for about, mm, I don't know, about a year-ish. Yeah, a little while now. Yeah, and um, and we met through, uh, through a meetup group, so through just hanging out, and then I found out she was a chiropractor. And then I found out she was a really cool chiropractor that does stuff outside of what your typical chiropractor does, which is neck and back. Um, she has some really great techniques, and she specializes in athletes, which is absolutely perfect for me and most of our listeners. Um, so Jody is going to share with us some of the things that she does and how she does her holistic chiropractic practice. So welcome, Jody. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming out. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. I, I love where you're from and, and your whole story with chiropractic. <laughs> yeah, so I have a great, a great story. Uh, my grandfather was a chiropractor. My mother is a practicing chiropractor. I'm a chiropractor, so third generation. But on top of that, uh, all my aunts, uncles, cousins, husband, all chiropractors. So I made uh, number 17 in my family. <laughs> yep. And now we have two two of my younger cousins that are actually in school right now. So we're getting very close to, to 20 chiros in the family. So uh, awesome. to me, it's a lifestyle. I was really literally born into it. <laughs> love it fantastic. very much. Yeah. And you moved here from Canada, right? Yes. Yes. So uh, born and raised in Canada in a small town outside of Toronto and then went to chiropractic school in upstate New York. And that's where I met my husband. Uh, and we got sick of the snow and sick of shoveling and just sick of being cold and decided to move someplace warm and hence uh, starting my practice here in Charleston, but I love it. I'd never leave now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, the listeners, because <laughs> I keep asking <laughs> local local um, business owners to come on to my show. So and we always talk about how awesome it is in Charleston, and then anybody who follows me on social media sees it too. So um, I, I have the feeling that a lot of listeners really want to move down here. So Understandably, <laughs> it is. It's wonderful. <laughs> it is, isn't it? And it's so easy to be outdoors here too. And, um, you know, you just have to get a little more creative up north, but you do get to spend a lot of time outdoors. Absolutely. And, you know, I treat a lot of similar uh, conditions here as I did back home. The one thing I like, though, is I don't have, you know, 10 people knocking on my door after the first snowstorm because everyone throws out their back shoveling. So that's been nice to not have to deal with that. <laughs> that is that's, nice. That's a big one in Canada that we don't have here. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But you probably get a lot of golfers, right? <laughs> a lot of golfers. A lot of golfers, a lot of tennis players, yeah. uh, surfers, all of that good stuff. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get into that in a little bit, too, because I want to talk about some of these specific sports and, and what somebody who plays this sport or participates in the sport might face. Um, so let's get a little more in depth as far as how you are different from other chiropractors. Because like I said, I hear a lot of chiropractors talk about backs and necks and that's great. But um, what sets you apart from those other chiropractors? I think my, my background and my story really feeds into that. Um, like I said, being born into a, a family where literally everyone is a chiropractor or a massage therapist or in the healthcare business in some way, shape, or form, uh, you know, from as long as I can remember, I was getting adjusted, having chiropractic care. Uh, nutrition was always a really, really big thing. Exercise, staying active. Uh, so to me, it's become a whole lifestyle. So it's not just about, say, coming in because I tweaked my back and I have a sore back or a neck problem, but a lot of what you know, your athletes do is I want an optimal p performance. I want my body functioning at the highest level it can function at. Uh, my athletes work so hard to focus on what they're putting into their body, how they're doing their exercises, all of that. So oftentimes the chiropractic treatment with me is just that one extra thing to put them a little bit above the competition and make sure everything's functioning properly. You know, if you're putting all this work into exercising, stretching, doing all these reps, but you're doing it with a body that's not functioning at its optimal p potential, think of how much greater leaps and bounds you can make if you are actually functioning at your your highest level. Yeah, that's that's a great example um, or a, a great point. And if anybody, a lot of the listeners have been listening as I've, I've put these podcasts out and they'll hear, there's a common theme here that 
athletic performance and gaining strength really comes down to mobility, flexibility, and having proper alignment. And I use this analogy, so I'm sorry if you're, you've heard it before. Um, but when I was in college, I was really broke and I didn't have a lot of money. So I decided to forego getting my tires rotated. And when I decided to do that, then eventually my tires had such bad wear patterns that you could see the belts and that's kind of that's the analogy or metaphor I'm not quite sure what that is but uh, <laughs> that's what I think of when I think of a misalignment that's in my body and then I continue to exercise on top of it absolutely and the really fun thing too is that we can focus on these very specific problems that certain athletes have I know we're going to get into it a little bit later but you know if I have someone come in who's weightlifting has some very focused goals and they come in and they have a little bit of a frozen shoulder or a rotator cuff injury I can treat that we can get that functioning properly and then we can get them back into the gym and doing whatever it is they want to be doing on a properly functioning shoulder they're going to have much easier quicker gains yeah yeah and then and then not not potentially injuring it even more exactly exactly yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then I do want to come back, and I, I do want to jump right into the different uh, the different athletes that you treat and some of the different things that you see on a regular basis. So we'll be right back. You've heard me talk a lot about learning how to reach your fitness goals and more frequently how to look as fit as you feel while learning to stop chasing skinny. And you've also thought to yourselves, yeah, I do want to reach my fitness goals in a shorter, more concise way. To stop wasting my time bouncing back and forth from fitness tip to fitness tip in magazines, wasting hours researching the latest and greatest diet, only to end up looking and feeling the same way you've been looking and feeling for years. And my guess is that you've been thinking about this for a long time. Am I right? I know the feeling because I've played these games too. For a very long time, in fact. I'm here to tell you this. Stop thinking and sign up for the SK Fit Life Challenge, an online training, nutrition, and coaching program that will lead you through 12 weeks of step-by-step guidance to help you finally reach your goals of looking fabulous and feeling fabulous. You're going to get to free up all the headspace you've been wasting, picking through random diet information being fed to you through the media and simplifying the seemingly complicated world of health. Your chances now. Do you really need more time, more information, more plans for the future? Or do you want to become that fit person today? Because the truth is this. You can be that fit person, or you can be the person that sits around thinking about becoming fitter. It's your choice. Read more magazines, blog posts, and bits and pieces on social media, or take action. Because let's face it, if you're not where you want to be, your current program is not working out for you. I want you to be successful. And why is this? Because you've already got what it takes. You've been doing the work all along. It's just been the wrong work. You have the desire, the discipline, and the potential. Now let's get you on the right track so those efforts you are already putting in can take you in the best direction possible. Join me and the hundreds of other SK FitLife clients for the 12-week online fitness challenge at skfitlife.com. All right, now let's get back to the show. Stop Chasing Skinny radio show, where every Tuesday night from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, we have an interview. It takes about an hour long, and you can catch us on kinetichifi.com. And tonight, we have Dr. Jody Kennedy, and she's here talking about chiropractic work. And it's not just your typical chiropractic work. Um, she treats a lot of different things. And just in conversations that I've had with her, um, I just I knew I had to have her on the show because I hear a lot of these problems ongoing with some of my clients, and I do an online training program. So I don't see a lot of these clients in person. I see my local clients in person, but um, I don't see my online clients in person, but I do see what they post in our online forum where I do my coaching. And um, and so I want to I want to address some of these things that I see on a regular basis. And then as a, a performance based athlete myself. 
I know how important it is to um, to be in proper alignment, get the right adjustments, and that type of thing. So I asked Jody to come on tonight and talk about some of these things that she sees on a regular basis. And for this segment, I want to jump into athletes, what athlete, which what athletes really need, um, why they need it, and. I'm going to kind of start with my personal background. So my background really started with running. Then I started doing a lot of swimming and I did a lot of triathlons. Then I got into weightlifting and now I'm back into the obstacle course races. So here I want to start with runners because running seems to be like one of those things that it's accessible to everyone. A lot of people do it, whether they consider themselves runners or not. A lot of people jump into running. Um, it's it's a great activity. It's it's You can do it anywhere at any time pretty much. Absolutely. So let's talk about runners real quick and, and see like what, what – you see wrong with them or what they why they would need to come see you more as a runner yes well like you said running is a great exercise it's easily accessible you don't really need any extra training you can just pick up and do it whenever you want Um, so it's a really common thing that being said I see a lot of runners with a uneven gait prob pattern uh, tight IT bands a lot of low back issues it is a high impact sport so yeah. to speak, you know, yeah. you are putting a lot of wear and tear and stress and strain yeah. in through your knees, your ankles, your hips. Uh, so primarily runners, when they come see me, it's working on really focused muscle group work, working on those IT bands, the piriformis, um, in through the glutes, opening all of that out and making sure that their gait pattern or the way they walk or the, you know, the way they strike the floor when they walk or run is is proper so that they don't have injuries later down the line. Yeah, because I've seen that a lot too. And I know I've had problems where it shows up as pain in my knee, but really it's just a tight IT band. So the IT band runs along your thigh um, and then it attaches and and a tight IT band will pull things out of alignment, right? Yes. And one of the easiest fixes for my runners is getting them to foam roll those IT bands. Okay. Uh, Number one thing, simple, easy to do. And makes a world of difference. The other great thing about foam rolling the IT band is it hurts, but you don't have to do it very long to get a really good bang for your buck. So if a runner literally puts 30 seconds into foam rolling that IT band post-run, you're going to see big changes after just a couple weeks. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love <laughs> offering the, the listeners some actionable information they can do immediately. Because um, you are in Charleston, so if, listener, you're not in Charleston, then, well, you can't come see Dr. Jody. but that's great. So yep. foam rolling the IT band. Tons um, of really good videos on YouTube. Just Google how to foam roll my IT band. And uh, that's one of those things that if you put in the work and you really do do it, post run you'll you'll see the difference that's great that's really great so and I also um I know from being a runner myself um anything that happens within your ankles can show up in your back right can show up even in your shoulders that kind of thing yes absolutely one of the fun things that we do in the office is with most of our our runners or you know athletes doing that type of sport is we adjust the feet Okay. Um, your foot obviously. I didn't even takes, know you could get your yeah, foot adjusted. Any wow. any joint in your body, we can adjust. Okay. Uh, but by adjusting the feet, you're making sure that the area that really is the support system for the the legs, the low back, your lower extremities is aligned and is properly handling any force that you're putting it through through running. So yeah, adjusting the feet's fun. You get a really big response with that too. So, that's so yeah. interesting. Okay. Well, that's that's really interesting. Um, something else that I experienced, and then once I started looking into it, I found out that a lot of women have this. I have minor scoliosis. So my hips are uneven, um, which whenever you're continuously running, that can cause a problem. So I've been adjusted for that before. Um, is that something that you see a lot of? I do, uh, especially in females. Uh, I don't know if you know this. I was a semi-professional dancer, ballerina for my childhood. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, and okay. so the wear and tear that had on my body is that I tend my – I'm trying to keep this easily understood. My uh, sacroiliac ligaments are hyper-flexible. So oh. my – pelvis doesn't really stay in alignment properly. So the adjustment I need the most is that pelvic, that hip adjustment to make sure that structure is straight. So any females, especially uh, because of our hormones and the way our body is is meant to open up in certain areas, 
any females that did what I call high flexibility sports, so your ballerinas, your gymnasts, your swimmers, um, cheerleaders. Okay. I see very, very commonly there's that uh, pelvis that's out of alignment, and just adjusting that makes a big difference. Oh, that's so interesting. So now I do have a lot of clients, too, who have um, daughters who are into especially cheerleading, um, but yes. all those other sports that you just mentioned. So as a – like. You know, for for the listener who maybe they have like a teenage daughter who is who is into something like that, um, would chiropractic work as they're doing these sports be beneficial to them? Absolutely, prevention is so important. Uh, getting the proper alignment, especially when when the teenager, or the child, whatever the case may be, is actually actively in that sport, makes a big difference. We've got to remember too with children and teenagers, their growth plates aren't always even fully fused by the time they're doing these these sports. And like I said, those high flexibility sports, and then I see it a lot in males, um, softball, um, okay. hockey players, those type of things. It puts a lot of wear and tear on the body. So if we can have everything functioning the way it should before they're going into these really high stress, high impact practices or games or whatever, I mean, it makes a big, big difference on how they, how they, their body's age in the long run. Right, right. Yeah, that's really interesting because I hear that a lot where somebody, they, uh, whatever sport they did growing up, it's had some obviously some positive impacts, but it's also had negative impacts on them growing up. Yeah, and I mean, all any exercise, there's the positive definitely outweighs the negative, but if we can do certain things and make sure that their bodies are absorbing any of that negative impact as as well as possible. I mean, they're and you get a lot of positives and very few exactly, negatives. exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. That's exactly. awesome. That's good to know because I I really didn't know that at all. Yeah. So okay, so runners and then swimming, um, swimmers. So swimming is another one of those sports where you can have some overuse injuries and that kind of thing. So for swimmers, what do swimmers need to watch out for? Shoulder issues mostly. Okay. Uh, swimming is. Honestly, one of the best sports that you can do for your body. It's very low impact. It's very easy on the joints. Uh, Post-surgery or post any real injury, our number one thing to tell people to get back out and get the joint moving is to get in the water and to get swimming. So swimming is fantastic. Um, Anyone can do it. Even even if you don't know how to swim and you can get in the water and move around, there's going to be a benefit from that. Um, That being said, certainly we see shoulder issues with, with our swimmers. And we have a lot of fun treating those, uh, especially frozen shoulder. There's some really simple, easy, gentle techniques that we can do just to open up the shoulder joint uh, and and get that function back. And I mean, that's we see huge differences with that. So now, a frozen shoulder, can you explain that a little bit? Because listeners might think, oh, well, I have some, you know, I, I might have frozen shoulder. What, um, what would they be looking for if they had a frozen sh- so, shoulder? So... Uh, Typical textbook frozen shoulder, you're not going to get your shoulder up past that 90 degree angle. Okay. So that's really the test we use. Um, you're right. Oftentimes people will have some pain, discomfort in the shoulder and, and call it frozen shoulder, right. but it's not textbook <laughs> frozen shoulder. Uh, so anything that really stops at that 90 degrees, that's normally what we textbook call frozen shoulder. Okay. That's good information. Um, and then, okay, so then triathletes, where you're kind of getting it all, right? Yes. Like the swimming, the biking, and the running. So we already covered the running and the swimming. So cycling, what would somebody watch for as a cyclist? Would it be similar to the running? It is. Again, cycling, another one of those low-impact sports. Mm-hmm. So another really, really good one for anyone who has any joint issues or degeneration or is worried about any impact on their body. Um but certainly, you know, we see the overuse injury, especially with the triathlons. I mean, you're doing some serious training and putting your body through a lot. Yeah. So a lot of that is really relaxing the muscles that are tightened up, opening everything out, making sure that the body's naturally getting rid of all the lactic acid buildup. All of those things help to increase their performances. Okay. Okay, and again, with all that flexibility. So then I want to move on to weightlifters because weightlifters, you can fall into a couple different things with weightlifting. So I did fitness competitions, which obviously there was a lot of weightlifting going on. Yes. Um, I still do a lot of weightlifting because I try to train for strength for the obstacle course races I do. And then you also have competitive weightlifters who are lifting for um, their time. And and I would say CrossFitters probably kind of fall into that style of weightlifting as well. Um, So in a weightlifter, what would you say for weightlifters? What are some things that you want to watch out for there? 
The biggest thing for that is really proper form. Okay. So it's, you know, depending on your background and, and your workout history is if you don't know how to lift properly, find someone like yourself who <laughs> does and, and find someone to teach you how to lift properly. I mean, that's another time where prevention is just so important. Um, I can't even count the number of times that I've had someone come in and say, oh, I was just going a little bit heavier, Dr. Kennedy, and yeah. I just, um, and, and tweak their back. And then they're out for, you know, two weeks. So yeah. you lose all of the gains that you've made. Um, so really the repetitive wear and tear, but that's probably, weightlifters is probably where I see uh, what people would think of as the stereotypical thing that they would come see a chiropractor for, okay. of low back. Low back. Low back. Um, yes. Any okay. sort of disc issues, that's really where we see that type of thing. Okay. Okay, which yeah, I would I would see that. I, I would say that. Um, what about tennis players? Tennis players. Tennis players are fun. Um, tennis players, obviously, there's your stereotypical tennis elbow. Yep. Um, what is tennis elbow? Again, kind of an, an overuse. Okay. Okay, so anything, any of these tennis elbow, golfer's elbow, any of these things that we have termed by a certain sport, normally it's just a itis, which is an inflammation in the area, which is an overuse. Okay, like um, a runner's knee. Exactly, okay. exactly. So with with tennis elbow or, you know, the inflammation in, in, in the elbow, we treat those a number of ways. In my office, actually, the, the fun thing I've been doing is uh, dry needling, which okay. is very similar to what you'd think of as contemporary acupuncture or uh, medical acupuncture, where we actually insert the needle in through not only the elbow joint, but in through some of the, the muscles into the arm and loosen up the area, get all of the inflammation out, bring a lot of blood flow to the area, a lot of healing, and we're getting really good effects with that. The big thing with uh, tennis elbow, golfer's elbow, runner's knee, these, all these other kind of um, syndromes is that oftentimes the problem is, is we get so stuck at the elbow or the source. And we forget that part of the problems may be coming from what's above or below the joint in question. Okay. So my example normally is I say, okay, we have a, a big puddle of water on the carpet. And so maybe the first thing we go to is the sink, but it's not the sink. So we have to go back and go into the piping. Okay. And then it's not the piping. So we have to, you know, you have to go back through the tunnel. It's not always... Where the p- most of the pain is is not always the problem. So we have to go back up in through the elbow, in through the shoulder, in through the neck sometimes is actually what's causing it. Okay. Oh, that's really interesting. All right. So, hmm. And I want to I wanna get into – we're going to get into some more of these things in a bit. Um, and then – okay, so tennis, tennis players and then golfers. Golfers. Golfers are big in Charleston. Um, yeah. <laughs> a lot of, I've seen more golfers since I've moved here than ever before. Yeah. Um, and golfers are much like tennis players. They don't want to hear that. They're not allowed to go back out on the course tomorrow. Right. <laughs> Never. So. Nope. Just fix me. And then golf. So golfers, it's that rotational movement. I mean, I need to say the caveat that I'm a terrible golfer. I'm horrible. <laughs> all, all I know about golf is from How my husband and my golfers. patients. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so my technical terms might not be not may not be right. But again, golfers, a lot of it is uh, low back, that type of thing. You know, it's a lot of rotation. So I actually have some golfers who come in not for pain, but really just to keep that flexibility okay. and that rotation through the lower spine, just to keep their golf game, you know, as yeah. high as they want to. Um, my most recent golfer came in and actually had a an issue with the tendons on his lateral foot. Okay. I guess he went out and played like 36 holes in a row and just that movement of of that ankle joint. He had an overuse sprain strain in 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 the lateral foot. So we've been treating that with uh Graston, which is a tool assisted soft tissue okay. and just um, stretching out all of those those tendons and really loosening them up, loosening up the trigger points in them, um, adjusting the foot again, the ankle, okay. the knee going up up the chain, and then putting some some needles right into those uh, tendons that are really overworked, and, and he's been doing well, well with that. Oh, that's so interesting because, I mean, out of all the times that I've ever been to a chiropractor, it's been an adjustment, and that's pretty much it. Maybe some electrical stuff, but yep. none of these techniques you're talking about, which I find very interesting. So we're going to take a quick break, and then I want to come back, and I want to go into some things that I see on a regular basis. I see a lot of clients with uh, that end up with plantar fasciitis, which I've had myself. It wasn't it wasn't fun. <laughs> um, we'll talk a little bit more about some tennis elbows and some, um, some other knee problems because I, I do, like I said, I see 
see this a lot. And I think that people just think, oh, it's just part of getting older or something like that, when really you could do some preventative maintenance or just fix it and and that pain will go away. And it's it's not your standard, take some ibuprofen. So we'll be right back. You looking to put a little scoot in your boots? Hop on over to Classic Coffee Roasters at 27 Magnolia Road, Charleston, South Carolina, across the street from Triangle Char Bar. Roasted coffee daily and serving up, seriously folks, some of the best coffee you've ever had in your life. But don't take my word for it. Hop over to Classic Coffee Roasters today, located again in the Avondale Business District, Charleston, South Carolina, and tell them the fix sent you. Radio program where every Tuesday night from 9 to 10 Eastern Time, we are on kinetichifi.com. And I have a goal of bringing a bunch of different experts into the studio and interviewing them on what they are an expert on. So I have an online fitness business where the way it works is it's a 12 week program. It's downloadable weight training, high intensity interval training, a meal guide with linked recipes, and then I do online coaching. And it's in that online coaching piece that I find all of these questions. And yes, I am a fitness expert and I do find the answers for everyone, but sometimes I don't, I, I just, I need an expert to answer the question. So I love being that connector. I love having that overall view and kind of linking all of these pieces together and Prior to my fitness career, I was a nuclear engineer, and then I worked as a systems engineer. And that's kind of how I see this whole entire fitness puzzle is a form of systems. So I see some commonalities, and I like to bring in experts to address some of these things. So Dr. Jody Kennedy is a chiropractor that I work with here in Charleston, and she does more than just your regular chiropractic work. She touches on um, all of these other different techniques and things that once I started talking to her about these, I thought, oh my gosh, this is exactly what my clients need. Um, and so listeners, I'm sure that you can relate to it too. Um, my next thing I want to get into is how she treats plantar fasciitis and, and other itises. <laughs> um, so uh, mostly common and mostly overuse injuries due to sports. Um, but first I want her to share with us because I, I see this a lot too. My clients will say, oh, I have plantar fasciitis. The doctor just said stay off of it and take ibuprofen. Um, so I wanted Dr. Jody to, Dr. Kennedy, I like to call her Dr. Jody, <laughs> to talk about um, about ibuprofen and how just taking ibuprofen is actually doing a lot of damage to your body. So if we could talk about this a little bit and then we'll get into how you treat things. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of problems with any medication that really the main purpose is to mask the pain. Uh, at its chemical level, yes, ibuprofen, any of the um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories are meant to reduce reduce the inflammation in your body. That being said, people take them, athletes especially, just as a pain reducer. Yeah. They say, okay, I'm going to take this so that I can go out and run or I can go out and lift or I can go out and do whatever the case may be. Problem with that is pain's really important in your body. <laughs> you need pain to tell yeah. you to stop doing something Warning or sign. rest something. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> pain's a, a really, really important thing that we need to feel and, you know, address and understand. So... When we're taking these anti-inflammatories that just end up being a Band-Aid, we oftentimes, A, don't solve the problem because we have this Band-Aid where, okay, we, we're not feeling pain. We're going to go on about our daily life. But B, a lot of the times we actually cause more damage because yeah. we don't feel the pain and we go on about our <laughs> daily lives. So I, I really try to get my patients um, to stop with the ibuprofen, that type of thing, yeah. for those reasons. But also, too, because there are, unfortunately, some pretty serious health risks with overusing anti-inflammatories. I mean, they're not, they don't come without any contraindication. There are issues with uh, how they cause problems with the stomach and the organs. And, you know, if you're doing a high-level athlete is maybe taking 
you know, a couple a day for X number of years, you can have some really actual serious side effects. Yeah. So I'm going to find some articles and put those in the show notes too. Yeah. I have some I was, good ones I can. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I would love it if you would share some of those. And I was in the military for six years and I mean, it's kind of this running joke that you go to a military doctor and you say, hey, this hurts. And they say, well, how, how, literally I've had somebody, I've had somebody <laughs> say this to me, um, a, a military doctor go, how are you doing on your ibuprofen prescription? Literally, they hand out these 800 milligram horse yeah. pills of ibuprofen, and they just tell you to drink more water and go take your ibuprofen. Maybe they'll tell you to stay off of it, but there's like that's that's kind of the extent. It's unfortunate somehow in our culture, it's become that we don't even think of these things as medicine anymore. You know, we 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 really don't. We're not thinking, okay, this is a pill. It's going to change the chemical makeup of my my body right now. It's my organs have to do a lot of work to process it. Yeah, we don't even think about that. We think of it as just that's a just what we or do, candy. Right? Yeah, that's what we so, do. So <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I really do strive to get my patients to recognize that there are uh, contraindications with these medications, but also recognize that their body's telling them they're in pain for a reason. Yeah. Let's not just put a Band-Aid over it. Let's get to the source. Let's fix the pain. And then we won't have more structural long-term damage. Yeah. Uh, you and- know, there's so many other things, too. There's there's natural anti-inflammatories. Um I tell everyone, take bromelain. It's, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I love it because there's no contraindication. Bromelain is just pineapple extract. Yeah. But it works the same way and reduces the inflammation in the body. You know, yeah. take bromelain. The other thing is any sort of pill we're taking goes through the whole body system, right? We can't get it. Okay, so my wrist hurts. I'm not putting that ibuprofen just on my wrist, yeah. right? My whole system is taking it. So why wouldn't we do something where, you know, if you came into the office, we would maybe do some, like you were talking about, electric stim on the wrist. We could do some ultrasound. We could put some dry needling in it. We could adjust it. We could do some soft tissue work with it, some Graston. I mean, there's so many opportunities to do something that's specific to where that injury is. Solve the injury and not just have a Band-Aid. So, yeah. I mean, I, I really would love if people would really consider what they're putting in their bodies, even when it seems, you know, a a seemingly no big deal non-prescription pill. Yeah. still has some effect biochemically. Yeah. Oh, it totally does. And I think that, you know, it's like, it's one of those things where if you don't have a prescription, then people just assume that it's safe and it's okay. And, um, no, it's still, it's still chemical you're putting into your body. Exactly. Exactly. And then again, just to hit the, the point really home is, our body sends us that pain signal for a reason. So to block that and then go out and train at the same level, that's when you end up with the really long-term injuries and end out, end up out of your sport for longer. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. I mean, and, and I would even go so far, I, I'm sure that you you could tell whenever somebody needs to have some kind of brace or something. But I saw a woman the other day, I was on my way home, and I saw her shuffling down the street with two knee braces on. And I thought... <sighs> you might want to find another sport. <laughs> like I know runners yes. love running, but um, that's you're also that's kind of a band-aid as well, right? Absolutely. And the literature actually shows now that bracing it's one thing to brace an acute injury if you're going to go run a marathon and you've committed to it and you're doing it no matter what. It's another thing. We've gotten really reliant on braces. I have patients who come in who are wearing a, a lumbar brace or a knee brace from the moment they get up in the morning to the moment they go to bed. That's terrible. That's deconditioning your muscles. That's mm. causing your system to rely on this brace when maybe it doesn't need it or if it does need it, like you said, we need to f- figure out what the problem is and fix yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, you know, the the new evidence is really actually shying away from using braces other than a really short-term acute, you know, one to one to seven day type of situation. One to seven days. Okay. So that's good. That's a good. Mm. Yeah. And I, I have seen that too, where, and I always wondered about that. And even me and my own personal lifting, uh, my grip strength gives out first. So anytime right. I'm doing anything, my grip strength's gone. So I've been working a lot to increase that, but I have seen a lot of, um, kind of people do like wrist wrap things to, to do deadlifts and things yep. like that, where, I mean, my philosophy has always been, no, you just build up your grip strength so that you can keep up with that because your joints need to, to keep up with the weight that you're lifting and you don't need to necessarily rely on some kind of bands. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't actually get into <laughs> that was great stuff. We'll get into it next. We're going to take another quick break and then we're going to cover um, some of the common problems I see with clients and how she treats them. And we'll get back to this plantar fasciitis. So we'll be right back.
you've heard me talk a lot about learning how to reach your fitness goals and more frequently how to look as fit as you feel while learning to stop chasing skinny. And you've also thought to yourselves, yeah, I do want to reach my fitness goals in a shorter, more concise way to stop wasting my time bouncing back and forth from fitness tip to fitness tip in magazines, wasting hours researching the latest and greatest diet only to end up looking and feeling the same way you've been looking and feeling for years. And my guess is that you've been thinking about this for a long time. Am I right? I know the feeling because I've played these games too. For a very long time, in fact. I'm here to tell you this. Stop thinking and sign up for the SK Fit Life Challenge, an online training, nutrition, and coaching program that will lead you through 12 weeks of step-by-step guidance to help you finally reach your goals of looking fabulous and feeling fabulous. You're going to get to free up all the headspace you've been wasting, picking through random diet information being fed to you through the media and simplifying the seemingly complicated world of health. Your chances now. Do you really need more time, more information, more plans for the future? Or do you want to become that fit person today? Because the truth is this. You can be that fit person, or you can be the person that sits around thinking about becoming fitter. It's your choice. Read more magazines, blog posts, and bits and pieces on social media, or take action. Because let's face it, if you're not where you want to be, your current program is not working out for you. I want you to be successful. And why is this? Because you've already got what it takes. You've been doing the work all along. It's just been the wrong work. You have the desire, the discipline, and the potential. Now let's get you on the right track so those efforts you are already putting in can take you in the best direction possible. Join me and the hundreds of other SK FitLife clients for the 12-week online fitness challenge at skfitlife.com. All right, now let's get back to the show. Stop Chasing Skinny radio program, where tonight we have Dr. Jody Kennedy, and she is talking about some common injuries that she sees, and I want to cover some common things that I see with my clients. So now we're going to talk about some plantar fasciitis, because in my experience, um, well, I had it when I was in college. I decided that I was going to run on the beach as a lifeguard with no shoes on for <laughs> months on end, and my feet didn't like that. So the only way I got it to go away, thank goodness, winter came around, and um, I wasn't running on the beach without shoes on anymore, so mine healed on its own Um, but I do have a lot of clients who will have this nagging plantar fasciitis like it just is ongoing they'll have it for months on end their doctors will just tell them to stay off of it which if you are a runner then you understand this you're not going to stay off of it I get it Um, and then the other um, the other thing they do is they'll load them up on ibuprofen or some other kind of anti-inflammatory so that's not really the answer either Um, so when I talk to Dr. Kennedy about how she treats plantar fasciitis I just thought it was amazing I think everybody should be aware of this if you don't live in the Charleston area and cannot make it to her chiropractic office I highly encourage you to find a chiropractor in your area who specializes in this and can do this sort of super quick painless treatment it's awesome so tell us about it yeah very fun uh we see a lot of plantar fasciitis uh and Nine times out of ten, by the time they come to my office, they've been through the ringer. They've, like you said, been to uh, maybe their family physician or a medical doctor, been told to rest it, been told to take ibuprofen, been told, you know, just wait. It's going to take you a couple months. So I get the marathon runners, the athletes who come in and who say, I can't rest it come into my office basically almost crying. Well, yeah, <laughs> and just say, if you are a runner, yeah. it drives you, it can make you crazy yeah. to not run. I exactly. get that. And, I totally get it. And so they're either <laughs> crazy from not running or in so much pain because they're doing it anyway. Yeah. And, you know, the number of people I have that come in, in in tears and just say, apparently I can't do anything about it. Uh, you know, I just have to rest it. What do, I, what do I do? So we've developed a really, really fun, simple, easy way and – it is very, very effective. Problem with plantar fasciitis, number one, is people, we touched on this a little bit earlier in the program, but people go right to the plantar fascia. Plantar fasciitis is actually caused by tightness in the calf. Okay, so we need to go up from the plantar fascia and address the calf. That's the number one thing. We're never going to heal the plantar fasciitis if we don't calm down whatever is going on in the calf. So uh, in office, that involves doing 
quite a lot of soft tissue work. We really smooth out everything that's going on in the calf, and then we do smooth out what's going on in the plantar fasciitis um, and, or the plantar fascia. We, again, adjust the knee, adjust the ankle, adjust the foot, and usually the hip. Uh, we do some dry needling, uh, usually through the, the sides, the medial and lateral side of the calf again. That's where we're really focused. What that does is that part of the problem with the plantar plantar fasciitis is that the muscles that are supposed to hold your, your calf and your foot, almost like a, a stirrup, mm-hmm. start to get overworked and over overused and tired and don't do that properly anymore. Okay. So by putting the needles in, in very specific neuromuscular spots and very neurovascularly rich spots, we get those muscles to really engage again and function properly and, and hold the, the foot and the calf in place properly. Oh, see, so, I have no idea. This is so Yeah, very fun. <laughs> so then, so that's really what I do in office. Now, mm-hmm. out of office, there's a lot of things you can do to help. Again, plantar fasciitis, first place we go, calf. So the first thing you're going to do when you wake up in the morning, no matter what, every day for the rest of your life, because anyone who has plantar fasciitis realizes it's cyclical. So, you know, I get it fixed and it feels great and then I start to get lazy and I don't do things and then it comes back. And I get it fixed and it feels great and, you know, it's it's a cycle. So the way to break that cycle is every morning before you get out of bed, you stretch that calf or both if it's in both. You stretch it really, really well. You open up that calf, that Achilles tendon, before your foot even hits the ground. Okay, number one thing to do by yourself. Uh, The other thing is you can certainly get into that calf muscle, you know, you, a spouse, a friend, whoever, Mm -hmm. uh, get into that calf muscle, work out all the trigger points. You'll know, you'll be on it when it kind of feels (laughs) a little tender. Um, So so work into all of that and that will really help with the plantar. Foam rolling on that too, Foam foam rolling, exactly. Anything like that. Um, I have clients who use a tennis ball. Okay. You know, whatever the case may be. Basically, your main concern is you want to loosen up that calf. Okay. Okay. So stretches, we're going to get into the muscle. And then the other thing is put a a water bottle in -hmm. the freezer. And when you're at home at night just watching TV or whatever, roll your foot, roll that plantar fascia on that water bottle. You get A, the muscle work from the pressure of the water bottle, but B, the ice therapy. Okay, okay. Ice therapy is really good for obviously the inflammation in the plantar fascia. But the the big thing is, is really getting into that calf, loosening that up. That's how we get really really good results that's so okay so that's that's really interesting because I have to say some of the people I've known in person well and obviously I was running on soft sand so Mm -hmm. that was working my calves like crazy of course I wasn't stretching because I was a college kid and I thought I don't need this um but yeah so some of the other people that I've known um yeah their their calves are really like they really they just the way they run too really builds their calves which they have amazing calves yes yeah but yeah. <laughs> you know some of, some of them too I've noticed um, especially a lot of the women so they run a lot and then they also wear heels yes. which shortens that makes their and I would think that cyclists too would have a lot of problems with um, with their Achilles and, yes. and the, the tightness right in there as well yeah absolutely okay. and you know Without addressing the calf, we're never going to get that plantar fasciitis smoothed out. We can address the plantar fascia, the plantar fascia itself. Uh, that's a tongue twister right now. <laughs> yeah. We can address that, you know, as much as we want. But if we don't loosen up the calf, we're just not going to yeah. get any long-lasting results. That's oh, that's great information. So, yeah, listeners, definitely, <laughs> you want to take care of your calves so <laughs> yes. you don't end up with broken feet too. <laughs> yes, yeah, and for anyone who is prone to plantar fasciitis like yourself but maybe yeah. not having a flare-up right now still same thing just stretch it keep doing stretch it, it yeah. loosen up that calf muscle and you hopefully won't get another flare-up yeah yeah that's that's great and then I know too so kind of leading into a tight calf um something else that I've I've noticed or um I also read about was some pe- sometimes people will end up doing um like the elliptical in place of running because it's not impact but then their feet can end up going numb and I read that that was due to a tight calf too so it really is all interconnected right there yes okay well so if your feet go numb make sure you're (laughs) stretching your calves just stretching your calves in general I mean if you think about how much we ask of our calves on a regular basis our bodies in general um but the calf in particular gets a lot of a lot of extra work yeah and you made a good point I mean I'm a chiropractor. I try to do what's going to help my body and benefit my body. I'm also a woman. I love my heels. So I just know (laughs) if I'm going to, you know, indulge and wear those beautiful heels, I'm going to stretch. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, and stretch those calves, yeah. which some people may not even realize that there is that connection right there. So Exactly. Oh, that's great. Okay, all right, so we've we've cured plantar fasciitis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we touched on tennis elbow, which you said is is similar. So it's going to you're going to start with your elbow, you're going to work your way up maybe to the shoulder. Yeah, figure that out. Definitely uh, you know, everybody is different, everyone's injury is different. Certainly the the bulk of tennis elbow golfer's elbow that type of thing that I see there is some shoulder involvement yeah and something else too so I've I've had other people ask me they're like hey so you're a trainer so um I have this this like tennis elbow but I don't even play tennis so obviously that is just something that they're doing in their regular life and it comes from their shoulder probably right right so those are those what we kind of touched on before those overuse injuries those itis those inflammatory responses of the body from something that is overstraining them okay same same with the knees right so something may be tight in their it band something may be off in their backs yeah back hip it band knee oftentimes isn't the knee isn't you know yeah when you when you feel pain in the knee it's not always yeah it's it's very rarely actually the knee knee. yeah yeah but eventually if you don't get that repaired it will be the knee right of course and then eventually after that it'll be the ankle and the foot i mean it it's that old song, the knee bone's connected to the hip bone. It really is all connected. It really is connected. Yeah, so you can you can trace an injury, you know, from head to toe and back. Yeah. Oh, that's so – it's so interesting because I think that a lot of times, and I, I kind of joke about this um, – because when I was a nuclear engineer in the Navy, you would think military requires you to be fit. And people would ask me that. And they're like, oh, yeah, so you were fit? And I was like, no, they really just wanted us to be able to carry our brains around. Yeah. But that's how, that's how I feel like on a regular basis now, especially, um, you know, anybody who uses their body for work, whether you're in a manual labor job, like some kind of construction, painting, something like that, or, um, or like the military, maybe you do – understand there's more of a connection with your body but I also find too that some people don't realize that but some a lot of times whenever you are a knowledge quote-unquote knowledge worker and you're working Mm -hmm. in a cubicle at an office you know whether you're an attorney or you're an engineer or anything like that a lot of times you don't realize that your body is um is being put through all these things so I think it's great to have this conversation and and to really I guess just point out some of the things that that may seem obvious but they're not so obvious anymore because we're not using our bodies so much definitely definitely and movement a a joint needs to move to stay healthy you know we hear so much these days about degenerative degenerative joint disease and all all these problems and and oh it's just aging no it's not really you know we need to keep our joints moving to keep them healthy that's how uh we get nutrients in and waste out so in all honesty oftentimes i find those people who have sedentary jobs, that's actually harder on their body than the people who have the luxury of maybe doing more movement in their job, you know, walking around or or using their bodies for their their work. Oh, I completely, I completely agree. Like there, yeah, that was, I I know when I spent a lot of time sitting, whether it was in school or at a cubicle or wherever it was, I mean, those are, that's when my body hurt the most. My body hurt the most when I sat. And it's as simple as getting up, taking, you know, 10 seconds to walk around, to stretch, to get the blood pumping, walk to the bathroom. Uh, You know, I know people think this is unrealistic, but I get a lot of my patients to just set their cell phone timer or egg timer. Doesn't matter what they're in the middle of. If they're at their computer, they get up, they take a little 10 second walk and at least get everything moving again, get those joints moving. Yeah, yeah. And for anybody who hasn't tried that, if you're listening to this thinking no, um, really it gives you this this boost. And then you come back and you have a lot more clarity when you sit down to the project that you're working on and you feel refreshed and revived. And I can't even tell you how many times when I was a cubicle worker that I got up to go for coffee. But I got to the coffee pot and really I didn't want any coffee. I just wanted to walk to the coffee is what I wanted, right? Exactly. Get some blood flow. Get some oxygen back to your brain. I mean, we humans weren't made to sit. We now live in this culture where we do sit for X number of hours a day. And and that's real life. It could be XX for some of us. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, you know, we deal with it. But why wouldn't you do those little things to help keep your body a little bit healthier, keep that blood flow going, keep those joints mobile, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I want Jody to talk about some other um, other things that she treats that you may not think of. You may not even think of going to a chiropractor for something like insomnia or allergies, but she can help you out with that. So we'll be right back. We'll return after these messages. You've heard me talk a lot about learning how to reach your fitness goals, and more frequently, how to look as fit as you feel. While learning to stop chasing skinny... And you've also thought to yourselves, yeah, I do want to reach my fitness goals in a shorter, more concise way. To stop wasting my time bouncing back and forth from fitness tip to fitness tip in magazines, wasting hours researching the latest and greatest diet, only to end up looking and feeling the same way you've been looking and feeling for years. And my guess is that you've been thinking about this for a long time. Am I right? I know the feeling because I've played these games too. For a very long time, in fact. I'm here to tell you this. Stop thinking and sign up for the SK Fit Life Challenge, an online training, nutrition, and coaching program that will lead you through 12 weeks of step-by-step guidance to help you finally reach your goals of looking fabulous and feeling fabulous. You're going to get to free up all the headspace you've been wasting, picking through random diet information being fed to you through the media and simplifying the seemingly complicated world of health. Your chances now. Do you really need more time, more information, more plans for the future? Or do you want to become that fit person today? Because the truth is this. You can be that fit person. Or you can be the person that sits around thinking about becoming fitter. It's your choice. Read more magazines, blog posts, and bits and pieces on social media. Or take action. Because let's face it. If you're not where you want to be, your current program is not working out for you. I want you to be successful. And why is this? Because you've already got what it takes. You've been doing the work all along. It's just been the wrong work. You have the desire, the discipline, and the potential. Now let's get you on the right track so those efforts you are already putting in can take you in the best direction possible. Join me and the hundreds of other SK FitLife clients for the 12-week online fitness challenge at skfitlife.com. All right, now let's get back to the show. We now continue with Thundar the Barbarian. And welcome back to the Stop Chasing Skinny radio program, where tonight we have Dr. Jody Kennedy. She is talking to us about her chiropractic work, how she is different from other chiropractors. And a lot of people go to a chiropractor just for like neck and back issues, or some people have never even been to a chiropractor. Um, it's been something that I've been doing for most of my life. I wish I would have known Dr. Jody Kennedy a while ago. Um, I've had some issues with some insomnia, allergies, things like that, and I didn't even realize that a, a chiropractor, the right chiropractor, can help you with these things that outside of just some muscular skeletal issues. So if you could share a little bit more with what you um, what you can help with and how you can help with it and why it helps. Absolutely. So the the simple way to think about it is when you do a chiropractic adjustment, we are influencing the joint, we're influencing the muscle, and we're influencing the nervous system. So really anything that is influenced, whether positive or negative, by the nervous system is something that can be affected by a chiropractic treatment. So Any sort of condition, whether it's traditionally musculoskeletal in nature, you know, low back pain, headaches, Mm -hmm. shoulder issues, or something that we might not so stereotypically think of as musculoskeletal, but is still influenced by the nervous system, uh, you know, earaches in children, uh, insomnia, allergies, all of those things. I think we talked about adrenal health too. Adrenal health, ex- exactly. Anything that is influenced by your nervous system is going to be affected when you do the chiropractic treatment. So I have a lot of fun in my practice. I have some, you know, really great patients that come in and I mean, I hear the weirdest things. Um, I have women come in for pain with their menstrual cycles. I have, I've heard that's a really big one. Yeah. Yep. I have, uh, like we talked about, insomnia, allergies breathing problems. I mean, honestly, if it's innervated by the nervous system, if it has any connection to the nervous system, we've probably looked at it or treated it. So really, when you when you when you think about it and you think about your body function, what's the main thing that tells every organ what to do? What's the main thing that tells your brain what to do? What's the main thing that tells you to breathe and move yeah. and that's your nervous system. Yeah. So if we can affect your nervous system, we can affect, you know, the pro- the problem. So 
a lot of these things, say for asthma, for example, there's going to be a portion of patients with asthma that it is influenced by their nervous system and it is a neuromuscular problem. Those are the patients that are going to come see me. We're going to do a couple visits and they're going to have a big result and we're going to know that was the problem and, and, and we're going to have a great result instantly. For another portion of patients that may have asthma that's more of a a chemical problem or, or an actual defect of the lung, well, we're going to do a couple treatments and we're not going to make a big difference. So the, the nice thing about it is you know very early on. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is not something that you have to commit 24 visits to or, or right. something <laughs> like that. You, you know, we really, nine times out of 10, have an immediate effect, one or two visits. Yeah. And then we continue on until we have you, you know, at your optimal function. Yeah. Or you say, this is not, this is, this treatment is not Working. Right. And then we figured out, okay, let's rule that out. We know it's not neuromuscular. We know it's it, that's not the problem. Where yeah. else can you go? So wh- what do we do next? Which is great because I, I feel like a lot of the stuff that I see on a regular basis is people don't understand like where they can go to get some of this help or even like the thyroid stuff, right? Like I, I've been looking into more of the thyroid stuff, the um, the adrenal function, um so talk a little Absolutely. bit more about that. So that's I see that all the time. A lot of that comes back to what we talked about actually at the beginning of the program was how blessed I am to have been born into a chiropractic family. This mm-hmm. you know this three generation chiropractic family. So to me, growing up, chiropractic was a lifestyle. It mm-hmm. truly was a lifestyle. It was not just laying down on the table and getting your neck and low back adjusted. Of course, we did that every week, but but that was, you know, it was, it was so much more than that. It was, what's the nutrition that we're putting into our bodies? What supplements are we taking? Um, I mean, that could be a whole other program. And I I know you talk about this a lot, but unfortunately, our farming practices these days, you could have the perfect diet. You could be eating, you know, just absolutely perfectly. You're not going to get the supplement. We can't get the supplementation we need to function properly from our foods anymore. So, so what supplements are you taking? What food mm-hmm. are you eating? How are you exercising? Are you carrying your backpack properly? Are you loading it up? Are, you know, all of those things. How, how do you sit in your car? How do you sit at your computer? To me, that's chiropractic. Yeah. It's not just the adjustment. It is the whole lifestyle. And a big part of that is a lot of what you do and is, is the nu- nutrition. That is so important. It is so important for your musculoskeletal system but also for your nervous system your body needs b vitamins to regenerate the nervous system i mean and there's so many things we do on a daily basis in this society that takes away from our health and 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 wellness so we need to kind of do that extra boost we need the supplements we need the you know to be very careful with the nutrition yeah yeah no that's a great point and um and i i I just need to do a whole show on that. How you know, just modern stress. I've list, I've yes. I've watched a couple documentaries on it. I've read some things on it. Um, you know, back in the day, we used to really actually have this this fight or flight response in response to stress. And so, when you were stressed, you had the fight or flight response. But then you actually followed through with something physically to release all the energy that you've built up and in our modern society we don't have that physical you don't have to run away from the tiger anymore you don't have to chase your food anymore and so a lot of times we don't release all of that that pent-up stress exactly so yeah so it causes a lot of other health problems exactly so if you come into my office and you know, for say adrenal fatigue, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things we're going to do. We're going to obviously do an individualized, personalized assessment that's going to give me a lot more information about you as a person and and what your issues are and how we can help. But generally speaking, we are going to do the adjustments to get the nervous system functioning properly. We're going to do some uh, acupressure points, whether that's just by hand or with the dry needling, depending, to to get the system firing properly, to get the... um, neuro to to really get the neurology firing properly okay uh we're gonna do some exercises some breathing exercises some you know overall stress management type of exercises we're gonna do the nutrition we're gonna do the supplementation and then we're just gonna do your overall you know day-to-day diet how can we get you eating a less inflammatory diet more alkaline yeah and all of those things are going to make a big difference to the adrenal fatigue and i mean for someone who suffers from adrenal fatigue, they'll tell you the difference in just having that extra energy and not waking up feeling run down and not feeling that feeling of being overwhelmed 
24-7, literally, yeah. makes a huge difference to their I, I want to do a whole other show on <laughs> adrenal fatigue and failure. It's I, it's something very near and dear to my heart. Been through it. Um, and just to, to hit it up from all the different angles, from the stress management side of things, from the like the chemical side of things, which would be the supplementation piece of it. Exactly. Um, all that stuff. So that's great that you offer a very comprehensive um, assessment and then – you, you hit it from every angle. You really do. Because it's, it's a very complicated um, syndrome, I guess. it would, What is that? A syndrome? Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, that's just a good example of, you know, we could think of probably 10 million different examples right yeah. now. But, you know, doing any one of those things probably is going to make the patient feel better. Absolutely. Yeah. Like if yeah. we just do the adjustment, you'll feel a little better. If you just do the supplementation, you'll feel a little better. If you just do the stress management, you'll feel a little bit better. But think about the impact. If you put it all together, well, that's when it gets life changing. Yeah. And that's the part that's really fun Yeah, is, yeah. you know, really changing someone's life. Because I feel like a lot of people don't realize just how good they can possibly feel. You know, like we go through this, it's like this ongoing thing. And I mean, I personally, like some people are like, oh, you don't, you know, I, I try to remove myself from media as much as possible because yeah. I feel like it's just this constant source of stress and there's really nothing you can do about most of those things that you see even. Um, but it's, it, it's also being marketed to us like it's normal to feel bad. Like it's not normal to feel bad. It's not normal to wake up and be, uh, it's Monday. You exactly. know, it's not. <laughs> no, it's absolutely not. And honestly... I probably hear that once a week. I didn't realize how good I could feel. Yeah. Uh, there's, and again, probably a whole other topic for a whole other show, but there's a, a fallacy about um, a lot of times a, an initial patient, their fear is, well, am I going to get addicted to chiropractic? Am I going to have to go every day for the rest of my I've life? Or am I going to get hooked on it? Well, no. You know, I certainly have, you know, patients that I see a couple times a year. But in all honesty, the reason that most people see me so often is because they didn't realize how good they could feel. Yeah. And they get up and they go, wow, I feel great. Okay, I, I want to continue this. Yeah. I want to feel this good. And a chiropractic visit, if you've never been, it's quick. It's yeah. really quick. <laughs> it's just like take the time to go over there and do it. That's it. So finding somebody who is accessible, who has a schedule that they can fit you in, it's it's quick. It's, Definitely. It's really not hard. It's really just it's getting there. That's it. And, right. you know, for anybody who is – who is facing some of these these issues or whatever, I've found that the best way to get your appointments set up is just to set them for that certain time, and you're not going to cancel it. It's If you go, oh, I'll set it later, that's when you end up canceling it or you don't set it at all. It's so. the same thing as making a commitment to work out. I mean, we live really high-stress, busy lives. No one has enough time these days. You make so, good time, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so you write it on your, cal like on your day book or your calendar or in your iPhone or whatever. You know, I'm working out at this time I'm going to the gym at this time I'm running at this time it's a, it's yeah. the same type of thing it's it's the same as you know getting your eyes checked getting your teeth checked all those things we need to do that it's really important I mean think about it we have one body why wouldn't we take care of it yeah absolutely and don't wait until you can't you you can't do the things that you love to do exactly. I guess the other piece too is that I I just love that you practice what you preach from the beginning like you are the picture of health I know we're on the radio so <laughs> listeners you can't see her um, but I am in the in the replay I'm going to um, put some pictures of Dr. Kennedy on there and you'll see that she is that picture of health and and she's not you know like there are some people who who do practice chiropractic but they're overweight or you know they're not they're not practicing what they preach. She really does uh, practice what she preaches, and and it's uh, you're just so positive too. So it's great to just you know if you just stop into your office like oh yeah you get to see I get to see Dr. <laughs> Kennedy today. It's like a ray of sunshine. So you know find find a chiropractor if you're not in the area. If you are in the area, we're gonna put this up information out in just a second. Go see Dr. Kennedy. But if you're not, find a chiropractor that you really you get good. Anytime you have an exchange with somebody, there is an exchange of energy. Whether it's your hairstylist, your chiropractor, your your barista at the at the um, at the coffee shop, or whatever it is, um, I think sometimes people don't realize that there is an exchange of energy there. So I personally have this philosophy of surrounding myself with awesome people. So you are one of those awesome people. <laughs> um, so if you would share a little bit about how people can find more information about you and the different services you offer, just as a recap. Absolutely. Um, but just on that point, yeah. my grandfather had the privilege to treat patients the day before he died, um, well into his 90s. My mother is well into her 60s and is practicing five days a week. I mean, I truly 
believe in the difference chiropractic care has made in my life. And and so, you know, it's easy to kind of practice what I preach because it makes such a difference. It makes me healthy. It makes me vibrant. It makes me have the energy to go out and do these things. And like I said, I mean, my grandfather was the, the best example, but literally saw patients the day before he passed and I mean he was the happiest man I knew so (laughs) so So, I mean there's there's something there but that is um, so cool yeah there's definitely something there uh again so certainly you know some of the things we've we've touched on we've talked about plantar fasciitis and and working out that calf muscle we've talked about IT band and knee problems and really foam rolling that IT band uh you know athletic concerns for runners swimmers weightlifters all of that um certainly I'd be happy to talk to anyone about any of these things um i love sticking my nose in other people's healthcare business so you know feel free to come into the office i can show you what we talked about with the foam rolling i can show you some exercises for the calf um happy to just sit and chat with anyone there's obviously never um any commitment you know if if i can help you be a little bit healthier then that that's fun for me so uh Office is at 589 Bell Station Boulevard in Mount Pleasant here in Charleston, South Carolina. And uh, you can find me on the internet at www.mobilityspineandrehab.com or Google Dr. Jody Kennedy. I'll come up and uh, feel free. I love healthcare questions. I love concerns. I love anything like that. So feel free to email me. Be happy to, to chat about any questions anyone might have. Great. And we're going to put all that in the show notes too. So if you're driving, which I like to drive and listen, <laughs> um, you can access that as soon as you stop on my website, skfitlife.com, where you can find all the archives from our radio shows. And we'll be on iTunes shortly. We're just working on that, uh, a little technical piece for it. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank and you for having me. This was great. Good, good. I, I learned so much, which I always do for my guests, which is awesome. And I hope you enjoyed it listeners and we will talk to you again next week